Greetings, fellow tech seekers. Sean from Silicon Theory here, and there was a lot going on this week, so let's get to it. Here's what was new and interesting in the worlds of Google, Apple, and everyone else for the week ending June 2nd, 2018. This is ST Weekly. Long-time listeners of the show will remember that Sean P. and I have discussed the fact that the Android tablet space has been a dumpster fire for quite some time now, and it seems that Google finally agrees with us. As of Friday, Google has removed the tablet section from the official Android website completely. So there are still listings for the other mobile devices that Android supports, so phones, Wear, TV, Auto, and Enterprise, but the tablet section is gone completely. And it's really quite a shame because even though Apple obviously dominates the tablet market space with their iPad lines, there are still some useful use cases for Android tablets, the most notable of which is the Amazon Fire tablet, which even though it runs a forked version of Android, is still one of the more popular Android tablets, especially for kids. And as we've talked about many, many times, choice could, more choice for consumers is better than less choice. And in this case, it seems that Google is actually acknowledging that there really isn't a choice at all, period. And maybe their decision comes something of the mindset from where they go, you know what, these Android tablets really aren't very good and perhaps we shouldn't be endorsing them officially on our website. And so maybe that's what prompted the removal. Or maybe it's something else entirely, but it's a safe bet that probably no one's going to miss them. And now in completely different but just as significant news, Google released a statement this week that they would not be seeking a renewal of their government Project Maven contract. Now, the Project Maven uh, situation is a little bit controversial, even for Google, a company that kind of tends to thrive on controversy. But basically, Google's been working with the U.S. Department of Defense to use artificial intelligence to analyze footage from military drones. And according to the report from Android Police, the uh, report had uh, most of the tech community in an uproar, including people inside Google. Thousands of employees signed a petition asking Sundar Pichai to end the company's involvement in Project Maven, and uh, many of them even resigned from Google entirely. The internal email that was leaked, according to Gizmodo, has said that Google was actually hoping that Project Maven would lead to additional, more lucrative government contracts, but the public outcry was just too much for them to bear. Now, Google is no, str uh, Google is no stranger to public outcry. Uh, as you may remember, the duplex project that was announced at Google I.O. raised a ton of significant uh, moral questions from the tech community at large around whether this application of artificial intelligence was uh, something that we should be doing, not whether or not we could or couldn't do it. But those concerns prompted uh, some replies from Google, including that they were looking into ways to make an announcement that it was the Google Assistant making those phone calls. And in some respects, Project Maven is something along these same lines. It is a very significant uh, think tank project. It seems like a good idea in theory, because obviously who wouldn't want to help the U.S. government make our country more safe? And it seems rather innocuous at first that the thing that they're doing, that they're using artificial intelligence to analyze this drone footage is, you know, something that would be a relatively safe application of this technology. But I think history has proven that there really isn't a way that this kind of technology is impossible to be abused. And the 
long-term practical applications of what this technology could be used for are kind of scary indeed. So things like analyzing where individuals are and using this kind of technology on citizens of the United States, uh, a la one of my favorite TV shows, Person of Interest. Um, in fact, this scenario is very much like a Person of Interest type scenario, but the end result is, is that Google has released this announcement that they're not going to seek renewal of that government contract and we can only hope that there aren't any new rumors that come to light or anything more significant that happens between now and then. Apple Report. So as many of you may remember from shows earlier this week, Apple's Worldwide Developer Conference, or WWDC 2018, is going to be starting next week, and the three or four day event is going to cover a lot of ground. Now, the rumors are it's going to be mostly software related, as it pretty much is every year, but there was some chatter that maybe we would see some hardware talk, some talk about new Macs, some new MacBook Pros, or even some rumors discussing what is happening with the MacBook Pro butterfly keyboard, but the latest rumors indicate that we're not going to get any of that. So folks who are hoping that they might see some news about a refresh of the MacBook Pro or that they might get some more information about either the Mac Mini or the Mac Pro are going to be sorely disappointed, it sounds like. But there's still going to be tons of news coming out from this event. And remember, we will have all of the coverage over at SiliconTheory.com. In the meantime, you can satiate yourself with the release of iOS 11.4 for most Apple devices. And this comes with two major updates, and that's the support for AirPlay 2, which is Apple's wireless communication protocol, not unlike the Chromecast feature for Android and Google devices, and also support for iMessages in the cloud. And this is the cloud-based synchronizing service that basically will allow you to communicate better across multiple devices. So your, your Mac, your iPhone will now be able to synchronize and remove messages in simultaneous locations. So if you delete something on your iPhone, it should disappear from your Mac and vice versa. And it'll also allow you to back up those messages into the cloud so that you don't have to physically restore a backup if you sw switch devices or replace your iPhone for whatever reason. So those are all good things. Cloud storage is a bit of a nebulous prospect in most instances, but I think the vast majority of people would really enjoy using the service. Now, this does come at a cost because obviously there's data involved and Apple is notorious for their relatively skimpy cloud storage plans. But if you're someone who's like me, who figures that 50 gigs for 99 cents a month is a relatively good value, then you should probably look into that if you want to take advantage of these features. And then announced really late last night, because I just saw it this morning, is macOS is going to get an update to 10.13, or excuse me, uh, yeah, no, 10.13.5, sorry, I got my uh, numbers confused there, and I'm going to check myself real quick, 10.13.5 is correct, and this also will support iMessages in the cloud, so now the uh, release of iOS 11.4 will push the notification for uh, iMessages in the cloud uh, to your phone, and now 10.13.5 will be available for your Mac to be able to do the same thing. So if you are heavily invested in the Apple ecosystem, as many people are, you should now be able to enjoy those benefits after taking the updates to both High Sierra and iOS. Everyone else report. Everyone else, we got a couple of bits of news. The latest rumors point to Samsung 
launching their new Note 9 smartphone a little bit earlier than expected, around August. August 9th, actually, is the latest rumor, and this comes in about a month in advance of when we would normally expect the Note devices to be announced and launched. So the uh, most significant changes are that the device will have a few minor hardware tweaks. It's going to have a relocated fingerprint sensor like the Galaxy S devices received earlier this year. The uh, camera should receive that dual camera setup from the S9 Plus, which includes the dual aperture lens, as well as potentially a new processor, an updated processor from Qualcomm. The latest rumors indicate that they may not have the Snapdragon 845 and might in fact be something else. So. That's really interesting, but I don't think there's gonna be a ton of buzz around the Note, the same way there wasn't a ton of buzz around the Galaxy S9 and S9 Plus, simply because of the very limited um, updates. This is much more of an iterative change, uh, a la the Apple S line of phones. So it's still gonna be a great phone. It's probably still gonna sell very well, but I think that the down projections from the sales from the Galaxy S line will maybe temper Samsung's expectations a little bit. And rumors are that they're really looking forward to their 10 year anniversary phone as really pushing forward the envelope from a change in design perspective. If you want to see what the Galaxy S9 looks like from this design standpoint, I'm going to have an unboxing up on our YouTube channel very shortly. We acquired the Galaxy S9 in 128 gig capacity in the coral blue color and uh, that uh, video should be up on our channel a little bit later on today. Speaking of videos that are up on our channel, the LG G7 ThinQ was announced as being available this week for purchase to most consumers. So you can now walk into just about any uh, T-Mobile, Verizon, or Sprint store, if for some reason you're a Sprint customer, and can look at acquiring the G7. The video review of that is live on our channel as well over at youtube.com forward slash C forward slash Silicon Theory, and I'll drop a link down in the show notes as well, but you can really take a look at that video and decide for yourself whether or not the G7 is worth the price because really the price is our only uh, exception with this phone. It's a pretty good quality phone in other respects, but uh, most people probably don't know about it because of the fact that LG hasn't put any effort in marketing it. So certainly not the same level of effort that companies like Samsung, Apple, and Google do. So if you're interested, make sure you head on over to our channel and check it out. And as I mentioned, it's available to purchase as of today. That's the show for this week. Thanks for listening. If you're new to the show, make sure you subscribe or favorite so you can get all of our audio content. You can check out our website over at silicontheory.com. Follow us on social. We are at Silicon Theory on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you enjoyed the show and know someone else who might, make sure you share or tell them. It really helps us out and we appreciate it. Thanks again for listening. And remember, as always, we will talk tech soon.